I am Brother Cornell West, and this is Hip Hop Can Save America. Peace and love, everybody. It's your man, Manny Faces. Just wanted to let you know that Hip Hop Can Save America is now available as a live stream show every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time on YouTube. You can find it at hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Excerpts from that show will be played here on the audio feed, so you'll still get the good interviews that you've been used to. But check out the live stream and check out my free Substack newsletter at mannyfaces.substack.com. That's filled with all kinds of stories of hip-hop innovation, inspiration, and generally hip-hop news that isn't about dumb shit. For everything hip-hop can save America, hiphopcansaveamerica.com. For everything Manny Faces, mannyfaces.com. And if you find value in this work, you can support it. We'd love to have you aboard as a supporter at patreon.com slash mannyfaces. Now let's go. Hey everyone, my name is Manny Faces. The Hip Hop Can Save America podcast has been on hiatus since our amazing first season where I interviewed some innovators who are using hip hop as an effective tool to improve lives and livelihoods and communities all across our country in inspiring ways. This continues the work I've done for more than a decade, covering hip hop as an independent journalist, not just the music you might hear on the radio or might not, but the underlying culture of hip hop particularly the ways that hip-hop music and culture are uplifting humanity in areas that are not typically associated with the genre. I'm talking about education, health and wellness, science and technology, politics, activism, the fine arts, spirituality, and more. Now, season one featured an amazing assortment of these impressive individuals and organizations. Thanks to our season one sponsors, which included the incredible social justice podcast, Newsbeat, and my friends at the community-minded online radio network, Bonfire Radio. We're working hard to gather the resources needed to roll out the next full season of this podcast. If you or your organization is interested in reaching an audience of people like you, contact us now at info at hiphopadvocacy.org. And while we work to build off of the excitement about our podcast, I do have a couple of interviews that I did since the first season ended. Uh, they'll appear here in this podcast feed soon. In the meantime, I wanted to float an idea of adding some different kind of content to this feed, aside from the full interviews you've been hearing. The idea comes from a video series I was doing that I called Hashtag Hip Hop Innovates, where I would record a couple of times a week, usually when I came across something that really demonstrates hip hop's ability to positively affect humanity. Sometimes, as I'm going to do today, it would be in response to something in the news, but always discussing hip hop that is fitting for this, the world's smartest hip hop podcast. Now, I don't want to ruin a good thing we have here. If my ruminations are not the kind of thing that'll keep you glued to this podcast feed, then please just don't unsubscribe. Let me know. I can take it and I'll change it up. Either way, I'll be doing my best to bring worthy information to this feed one way or the other. Certainly continuing to deliver interviews with innovators, but also these shorter bonus episodes, which just give me another opportunity to demonstrate why I and so many others believe that hip hop can save America. So again, visit us at www.hiphopadvocacy.org to learn more about the Center for Hip Hop Advocacy and our work and how you can support us. If you're an individual organization that would like to advertise or sponsor this podcast, or if you have any comments, suggestions, praise, or complaints, email us at info at hiphopadvocacy.org. Again, my name is Manny Faces, the creator, producer, editor, and host of Hip Hop Can Save America. Thank you for your time and your eardrums. Now, what I want to say today is just a small take on a hip-hop related situation that has generated mainstream media coverage and quite a bit of social media chatter 
And that's Jay-Z's decision to work with the NFL. Now, those who know me and my work, you know I have a long history of sharing my opinions on hip-hop-related things. When I do, I usually back up those opinions with a great deal of research. You won't catch me jumping the emotional gun too much, especially when all the facts aren't quite known. Even on social media, I've kept quiet about the Jay-Z NFL situation, even though I do have my initial impressions. In fact, a perusal through social media and other media outlets, you'll likely find opinions on all sides of the issue. I think it's fair to say it boils down to a couple of possible viewpoints. That Jay-Z's merely capitalizing on the long-standing tension regarding the NFL, Colin Kaepernick, and the social justice issues raised therein, and that it's somewhat of a selfish money grab. There's no real significant progress going to be made on these issues. Uh, or that Jay-Z is genuinely seeking to move the needle when it comes to those tensions, and that getting in the room and somehow becoming a minority owner, I don't know, will help these efforts. And then a lot of people don't know what to think. They're hoping for the best, but wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't all that momentous appearing after all. Now, if I had to take a position now, I would say I probably lean toward the first and the last of those camps. I'm skeptical, and as I could show from many past incidents, some that involve Jay-Z, some that don't, just because something is hip-hop affiliated or someone prominent in the hip-hop world gets involved in something doesn't mean that it's a good thing for hip-hop or for the culture or for the people. But again, this really isn't about what I think or even what you think personally about the matter because we don't know what's going to happen. But in watching and reading people's reactions in the time since the news broke, I think I do have an opinion on what Jay-Z's real mistake was. He didn't talk to the people first. And when I say the people, I mean regular people. People who know him as a rapper but admire his business acumen are people who maybe they were never a fan. They look at him sideways because they can no longer afford to live anywhere near downtown Brooklyn anymore. But his fans, you know, the people who supported Jay-Z's career from the days when he was the other guy that rapped on the Stretch and Bobito show alongside Big L. You know, Hawaiian Sophie Jay-Z. What about the people who were protesting Kaepernick's blacklisting years ago? Taking a long lunch or missing an entire workday just to attend a rally outside of the NFL headquarters in New York City? And most of all, the people who are the constant victims of the kind of oppressive behavior and brutality inflicted by law enforcement that Colin Kaepernick was protesting in the first place. I didn't see any of that before news of this deal was made public. Now, I know that Jay-Z likes to fly above the clutter of us mere mortals. He isn't a social media hound. He doesn't tout what he does when it comes to things like bailing out protesters or providing scholarships or producing films on Khalif Browder and Trayvon Martin. Enough information gets out about these good deeds that I guess he feels he doesn't have to, asked Harry Belafonte. Of course, we don't know who Jay-Z talked to. And to be fair, he has no definitive obligation to speak to any of these people. But in this case, I think not doing so was a mistake. See, the people shouldn't have to become aware of this deal through images of Jay-Z and NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell frolicking together, mouths agape as billion-dollar laughter spills out. The people shouldn't have had to hear about this deal through sound bites from a kinda sort of press conference held in an ivory boardroom. The people shouldn't be made to feel like haters when questioning the motives and tactics and the meaning behind we're past kneeling. The people shouldn't have to wonder if Jay-Z even spoke to Colin Kaepernick. So no matter how you feel about what Jay-Z will be doing in terms of helping select acts for Super Bowl performances or what actionable items he can realistically help achieve when it comes to the NFL's Inspire Change social justice platform. I think that Jay-Z failed by not coming to the people first. I mean, he had to know the potential backlash. I understand he may not be a politically-minded person who felt the need to check in with his constituents before making these moves. I, I understand. I mean, after all, he's a businessman. 
The issue, though, is that if you're powerful enough to position yourself as a representative of the people, there is something of a responsibility to be transparent with the people you're representing, even if the relationship is more de facto than duly elected. Let me be clear. I absolutely believe that hip-hop music and culture can play a hugely influential role in the fight for social justice in America. I actually speak about this at colleges and conferences, and I've been part of that intersectionality myself as producer of the award-winning Newsbeat podcast, which mixes social justice journalism and hip-hop in a compelling, unique, impactful way. And that's the thing, though. I just don't believe that superstars, billionaires, and large corporations are natural allies in those efforts. Now, exactly where and when and how I believe hip-hop can help save America from the ongoing remnants of its original sins is a much longer discussion. But in a time when the people can't and shouldn't blindly trust anyone who claims to have their best interests at heart, the very least Jay-Z can do, and probably should in the future, when his fame and his fortune is what allows him to be in a position that might directly impact the people who helped him get there, is to holler at his peoples who got him there first. Anyway, that's my take. Let me know your thoughts. You can email me directly at manny at hiphopadvocacy.org or tweet me at Manny Faces, M-A-N-N-Y-F-A-C-E-S with the hashtag H-H-C-S-A for Hip Hop Can Save America. Now, as always, thank you for your time and attention. Thank you for indulging this added bit of content. I just wanted to stay in touch with everyone to let you know that more interviews are on the way, more seasons are on the way, and we could use some institutional and individual organizational support. Hit us up, info at hiphopadvocacy.org. Be back soon. Peace. Once again, thanks for listening to another episode of Hip Hop Can Save America, aka the world's most important hip hop podcast. My name is Manny Faces. You can find out more about the show at hiphopcansaveamerica.com. You can watch the show now as a live stream on YouTube, hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Check back for all the replays as well. The interviews from the live stream will be brought here onto the audio feed, so you always get the best of the live stream. You can also check out our Substack newsletter. It's free at mannyfaces.substack.com, filled with stories of hip-hop innovation, inspiration, and in general, hip-hop news that isn't about dumb shit. <laughs> Eternal shouts to our consulting producer, Summer McCoy. Be sure to check out her dope initiatives, Hip Hop Hacks, and the Mixtape Museum. We'll be back soon with another dope episode, but check us out on the live stream as well. Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern, hiphopcansaveamerica.com slash watch. Until next time, it's Manny Faces wishing peace and love to you and yours.